Good evening. Thank you so very much for joining us tonight for our Bible study and our time of ministry in the Word of God. I trust that you're doing well, all is well with you. You're having a wonderful season and enjoying the goodness of the Lord. I pray that tonight might be another glorious encounter in the Word of God for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much for joining us, whatever platform you're joining us through. And wherever you are in the world, wherever you are joining us from, God bless you. God bless you. I'm really excited to press forward tonight. Um, another opportunity that the Lord has given to us to be able to come together around His Word with the saints. And what a glorious privilege um, that we have, that this Word is made available to us freely. Truly, our God is a good God. I hope you have your Bibles tonight or whatever devices through which you access the Word of God. We're going to dive right into the Word tonight so that we can cover a lot of ground. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads with me? Let's share a word of prayer together. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your holy name. I thank you for tonight. Thank you, Lord, for this glorious opportunity that you have given to us. Thank you, Father, that, Lord, we can come together with the saints around the world again. I know you were here before we got here. I know your presence is with us. We can feel you. And, Lord, I pray that you will direct the course of this service. Put your words upon my lips. Help me speak with clarity and boldness, accuracy. I pray, Father, for my brothers and sisters, everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. I pray, God, that your mighty hands might rest mightily upon each and every one of them. Grant them illumination and understanding, Lord. Let grace be made available to us tonight, multiplied, and help us engage it as we press in to everything that the Holy Spirit has for us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Move freely in this service. Do that which is pleasing to the Father. Glorify Him in our midst. Have your way. I thank you, Lord. I give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much again for joining tonight and welcome. Hallelujah. We have been for a few weeks studying together this powerful, powerful, gloriously awesome series of teachings that we have titled Guarantees for Success and Divine Guidance Through the Holy Spirit. I'm really excited for us to dive in again tonight. Not a lot of time, so not much revision, but Remember our three main anchor scriptures, 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5, David said in the NLT version, David said, is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes, 
he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreements are arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and my success. So success is guaranteed. The blessing of God is guaranteed in our lives. Amen. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night and observe to do according to all that is written therein. He says, For then you will deal wisely, the Amplified Bible says, and then you will have good success. The King James says, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Well, who is the understood subject in this scripture? It's you. It's me. He says, you will meditate this word. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You, me. And then you will observe, you will observe to do according to all that is written therein. And then you will deal wisely and you will have good success. Hallelujah. So success is really dependent on us. Yes, God gives success to his people. He gives success to his covenant children and he guarantees it. However, our ability to enjoy that success really depends on us, not on him. Our ability to manifest that success, our ability to experience that success, it depends on us, not, of, not on him. God is not partial. And wherever you are in the world, wherever you are, whatever environment, whatever your geographical location, whatever your ethnic background, your ethnicity, whatever your education, your societal status, so none of those things affect how you succeed. The Bible says you will do well. God will give you good success if you will do your part. Somebody say, I'll do my part. Say it again. Say, I'm committed to doing my part. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Third John and verse 2 in the Living Bible says, I pray that everything goes well with you, that your body is healthy, even as you do well in your soul, in your mind. Amen. The Webster's Dictionary describes success as turning out well in life. We have already seen the profile of a successful person in Psalms 23, Psalms 112. We've looked at the different aspects of what success really is. Means that all is well with you, that you turn out well, that you do well in life, that every area of your, your life does well, that you prosper. That's what success is, that you turn out well, that you do well in life. We've also seen Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33, where it says that if we will pay attention and follow the directions of the Lord, the instructions of the Word of God, he says that he will help us succeed. He will help us prosper. Last week, we really started to drill down into studying the difference, the main difference between true lasting success 
and temporary success or failure. And we were reading together in Luke chapter 6, verse 43 and 49, where the Bible says that it's whatever a tree has, whatever a tree is, that it produces. Everything produces after its kind. So whatever is inside of us will come out, right? It says men don't gather figs out of thorns, and and they don't gather grapes out of bramble bush, right? Whatever is inside us eventually comes out. And we studied together um, Joseph. The Bible says in Genesis 39, 2-4, even though Joseph was a slave, the Bible says God helped him prosper. God helped him succeed. And even when he was in Potiphar's house, and even when he was in prison, everything that he did prospered because God was with him. The Lord caused him to have good success. So it's not what is on the outside, what people can see. Whatever is inside you will eventually come out. So it is very important that we are built for success and that we are aligned with success in the core character of our lives. Well, who is the foundation of success? Who is the source of all success? It's the Lord. So having God in the center of our lives, having God as the character that we align with in our lives guarantees us good success. We closed out last week by reading a few very pertinent notes. And, um, and I, I declared and I said this to you. I asked you to write it down. I hope you remember this. The main difference between true lasting success and temporary success or failure is really the foundation of your life. The main difference between true lasting success and temporary success or failure is really the foundation of your life. And we saw that from Luke chapter 3. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 10 and 11, uh, let's go there, let's start from there to 9. Hallelujah, we have quite some ground to cover. Trust God to help us. He's been helping us all these weeks. Hallelujah. He's been really, really helping us. Glorious, glorious, glorious services and just times of revelation in the Word of God. I want us to read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, both in the Amplified and in the New Living Translation. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, sorry, chapter 3. And verse 10, both in the Amplified, let's read the Amplified first, and then let's read um, the New Living Translation, verses 10 and 11. It says, according to the grace, the special endowment for my task, which God bestowed on me, like a skillful architect and a master builder, I laid the foundation, and now another man will build upon it. Look at that. According to the grace. So it was the grace of God that enabled him to have the special endowment that he required in order to be a skillful architect, to be able to lay a solid foundation for success in the assignment that God had given unto him. Look at the New Living Translation. 
He says, because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building upon it. Well, how are others supposed to build upon it? The same way that he built and laid the foundation by employing, engaging, maximizing the grace of God. Hallelujah. True lasting success is a gift from God. And it is a gift from God to those who receive the special endowment of His grace. When we say the main difference between true and lasting success and temporary success or failure is the foundation of your life, that is really important. This is the key. I know somebody is going to say to me, oh, but Pastor, but Warren Buffett doesn't have these foundations you and I have been studying for several weeks. He doesn't read the Bible as long as you and I read it. There are so many people that we know who don't even read more than one verse, if they read it at all, for several weeks. Many of these people are successful. Well, that is the point. Are they really successful? Or have they attained unto a measure of success in an area of their lives? This is very important. Somebody will say to me, Pastor, I know many successful athletes. Okay. Maybe they are successful athletes. But that is not true, lasting success. Recently, I read the story, and I know there are many other stories that we've heard and things that have happened over the years, but this one I heard recently. Um, someone who used to play in the NBA was an all-star, I think maybe two years in a row or a few years, well-known and quote-unquote a successful athlete. But recently was charged and incarcerated for a drive-by shooting. Right? He's been long retired from the NBA. Arrested for drive-by shooting. If he's found guilty, he may end up spending many years behind bars. I guarantee you nobody is going to look at him behind bars and say he's a successful athlete. Nobody's going to say that. Because the only thing that will constitute his resume before most people that know him will not be the fact that he was a two-time All-Star in the NBA. It will be that, oh, he had such potential, but he ended up a failure. Look at him, incarcerated. That's exactly what people... So, you, so yes, yes. You, so, we can say people attain unto a measure of success in their lives, in certain areas in their lives, but we can't really say any human being is a true success outside of Christ. It's just not possible. It is impossible to be a complete success in life outside of Christ because God is the only one. He's the only one who has never failed and will never fail. He does not know failure. So he's the origin of all success. So it means then, in order for us to be truly successful in life, our lives must align with him. 
our core inside must align with him. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. So Paul says, I've laid the foundation. Right? And then he said, in, let's go back and read that in verse 11. And no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is in Christ. Look at that. In the KJV, King James, for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. There is no other foundation. So, the foundation of success can only be found in Christ. Look at this in the Amplified. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. New Living Translation. No one, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Message, remember there is only one foundation, the one that has already been laid. Jesus Christ. There is just no other foundation. And whether you are talking about success or whether you are talking about promotion, whether you are talking about increase, whether you are talking about living a good life, turning out well in life, whether you are talking about um, prospering in different areas of your life, whether you are talking about living well, being healthy, there is just no other foundation. There is only one foundation and he's Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to press on and, and let's, let's approach um, and, and talk a little bit about grace this evening. Spend a little bit of time and just really just celebrate grace and look at a few scriptures about grace. And um, I did say this earlier in one of our earlier services. The Lord said to me one time, success is really the work of grace. (laughs) Success is really the work of grace. When you receive grace, and when you engage grace, and when you maximize grace in any area of your life, you will succeed. When you receive grace, When you engage grace, when you maximize grace in any area of your life, you will succeed. Amen. Success is really the work of grace. Now, we're going to dive into that and read a few scriptures on grace. Um, But... I want us to read a couple of scriptures in the Chronicles because I really like them. I, I like the, the, um, the clarity they give us between being guided by God, being directed by God, and attaining unto success, whether in your building, what you're, whatever you're building. We're all trying to build something. And ultimately, what we're all trying to build is destiny, Right? Destiny, building destiny sometimes has to do with maybe building a family. Building destiny sometimes has to do with building a career. Sometimes building destiny sometimes has to do with building a ministry. Building destiny sometimes has to do with building um, um, uh, wealth or resources. Sometimes building destiny has to do with building other lives outside of ourselves. But the truth is we are all building something. and. 
in order to build with success, God gives direction. God gives guidance. And our engaging that guidance, our receiving that guidance, goes a long way to determine how successful we can be in the things that we're building. So I have isolated a couple of scriptures, and I'm going to uh, read some of these scriptures from, um, I read the second one, the first one I read in just the Good News Bible and the New Living Translation, but the second one I have to read um, from, from multiple translations. I really, I really like, I really, I'm just scrolling through my notes and I'm, I'm, again, that note about Joseph stood out to me. And I, I shared that last week, you know, I said, um, even when he was a slave and a nobody, Joseph was a success because he had the foundation of success. And he eventually rose to prominence and acclaim and became the most successful man in the world because what was inside him eventually came out. Success was inside him, and success eventually came out. Hallelujah. Oh, I just loved it. I just really loved that. All right, so I want us to read First Chronicles. First, let's read First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 11. We're going to read that from the Good News Bible and from the New Living Translation. First Chronicles 22 and verse 11. If you have it, let's go there. First Chronicles 22. And verse 11. Let's read that first from the Good News Bible and the New Living Translation. Here it is in the Good News. He says, David continued. So he was instructing his son Solomon, right? He was instructing his son Solomon regarding building the temple. Like I said, all of us, we are all trying to build something. And everything we are all trying to build has to do with building destiny. Now, some people realize that up front, so they want to really get that that task done successfully. Some people don't realize it, right? And they just live haphazardly and then maybe much later in their lives, they find out, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be building destiny here. What have I done? And they start, and it's never really too late to start out in Christ, right? You can have a new beginning whenever the revelation hits you, right? And, and, but understand, we are all trying to build destiny. But listen to what David said in the good news. David continued and said, now, son, may the Lord your God be with you, and may he keep his promise to make you successful in building a temple for him. First, may the Lord be with you. Second, may he keep his promise to make you successful in building his temple. Now, I really like the way the New Living Translation puts it. Let's read that. It says, now, my son, David is speaking to his son Solomon. Now, my son, may the Lord be with you. And give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. Oh, I love it. I really just absolutely love it. Look at it. He says, now my son, this is David speaking to his son Solomon, giving him directives. My son. May the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. So whether you're building destiny, 
whether you're building the temple of the Lord, like Solomon was doing, whether you're building a family, whether you're building a career, whether you're building a business, whether you're building a ministry, whether you're building other lives, whatever you are building, success only comes as we as we listen, everyone, the Lord is with us, we align our lives with him, but as we listen and follow the directions that he gives us, and as we align our lives continually with him, may the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. That was David's instruction to his son Solomon. May the Lord be with you. I pray that the Lord will be with you. But beyond that, then, I pray that you will follow his instructions. There are instructions in the word of God for being successful, my friends. Some people think, you know, the things of the scriptures, they're just, oh, all spiritual is like you. You suspend everything about your life. You suspend your mind. You suspend your pursuits. You suspend everything that is meaningful to you just for a few moments every Sunday. And you hear these religious things that are blotted out from somebody who really doesn't even know much about life. The only thing they really know is just about, you know, things in that Bible. They say it for a few minutes every Sunday. And then we get out of wherever it is where they are blotting out all these things. And then we put back on our minds. And we, we get back in the reality of life. And then really go and pursue success in life. That, that is foolishness. That is just absolutely junk. Like some people think this word of God is detached from the reality of their lives. And that's why, that's why they, they are struggling. That's why they are failing. Because the word of God is prescription for life. But it's not just prescription for one area of life. The word of God is prescription for every area of life. And if you pay attention to it, like God said to Joshua in Joshua 1.8, if you will be careful, you meditate in it, you observe to do according to all that is written in, you will deal wisely in every area of life and you will have good success. Hallelujah. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so very much. Hallelujah. Let's read it. I'm going to read it one more time just for good measure. Hallelujah. This is 1 Chronicles 22, 11. This is the New Living Translation. David said, Now, my son, may the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his directions in building the temple of the Lord your God. I pray the same for you. I pray the same for me. Glory to God. Let's read one more. 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter 26 and verse 5. 2 Chronicles chapter 26 and verse 5. I want us to read this from a few more translations. First, the NLT, New Living Translation. Then the Amplified, the NIV, and the Living Bible. Let's start from, let's start from, let's, let's start from the Amplified. Okay, the Amplified. He's talking about this young man, Uzziah. Uzziah was one of the kings, right? Um, um, one of the kings of, of, um, of, of, uh, of, of Israel or Judah in the times of uh, prophet Zechariah. He says right here um, in the Amplified, he said, well, actually, let's read the New Living Translation first because that actually calls him by name, Uzziah. Uzziah, here it is, 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5, New Living Translation. Uzziah sought God 
during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. I love it. Listen to it one more time. Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. He sought God. He sought God in the days of Zechariah the prophet, who taught him how to fear God. And as long as he sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Let's read this from the Amplified. He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the things of God. And as long as he sought or inquired of God and yearned for God, for the Lord, God made him prosper. He set himself to seek God. He was instructed in the things of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, yearned for the Lord, God made him to prosper. NIV, New International Version. Here it is. He sought God during the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Think about that. As long as Uzziah sought the Lord, God gave him success. As I've been saying this for a little bit. I've said it for you know, a couple of our previous services sessions. And I have said, you know, this aspect of our discussions and Bible studies can, can somehow feel, for some people who don't really have understanding, can feel like, ah, this is just all scripture. I really want to learn about success, right? Like, I really want to get a lot of success. I want to have that. I want to pass that exam. I want to make that money. I want to get that job and that promotion. So can we get quickly past all this? So we can go to how all the, like the real success. This is the real success. Success is fundamentally spiritual. As I've tried to say, almost every service now. Right? Success is fundamentally a spiritual concept. It is the fact that we succeed, we have success, we have the root of success spiritually. That's what then positions us to succeed in the things of life, the raw things. See where Paul says, uh, by the grace of God, I'm an expert builder. So he's comparing himself to an architect who actually works in architecture. But he says that the foundation of his success came from God, him having Jesus as the center of his life and aligning himself and aligning his life with the foundations, the principles of Christ and align those foundations to affect his decisions every day, every day. This is the key, the route to success. Hallelujah. So, so don't rush past this. I know it's foundation and a lot of it is foundation for the next few weeks. Foundation, foundation. But yeah, get it because that, you know, if you have the foundation, success begins to come for you even before you get there. Success begins to come for you even before you get to that opportunity where you're trying to um, multiply your resources. You're trying to gain access to success in your career. It just begins to flow because it's, once it's within you, what is inside you will come out. It will begin to change how you think. It will begin to change the way you see life. It will begin to change your perspective. 
it will begin to change how you put your energies into things. It will begin to change the investment you make. It will begin, it will change, it will change everything in your life. And what you find out is, as it's changing everything in your life, success begins to flow out of you because success, the core of your life, becomes success. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So pay attention to this foundation, please. NIV, he sought God during the days of Zechariah, who instructed him, who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Let's read one more, the Living Bible. While Zechariah was alive, Uzziah, Uzziah was always eager to please God. Zechariah was a man who had special revelations. I like this. He had, was a man who had special revelations from God. And as long as the king followed the path of God, he prospered for God blessed him. As long as the king followed the path of God, he prospered for God blessed him. And I'm, 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 I'm willing to stick my neck out and make this bold confession and, and make this declaration to you. As long as you follow the path of God, God will bless you and you will prosper. As long as you follow the paths of God, you will prosper and God will bless you. Let's run along. Hallelujah. What a glorious service. What an awesome, awesome service we're having tonight. Hallelujah. Let's jump in. We have about a few more minutes, Ten minutes, little over 10 minutes to close tonight. Success is the work of grace. Success is the work of grace. You remember in our 20, 2023 confessions, I've said this now for, for you know, at least a couple of services. I love the line in there that says, grace, grace, grace. His divine ability within me to overcome adversity has positioned me to maximize opportunity. Do you know the ability to maximize opportunity is actually part of what is success in life? The ability to maximize opportunity. Do you know many people don't even recognize opportunity when it comes? Some people will jump at opportunity if it comes with opportunity written all over it. Or if it comes with several dollars hanging on different parts of it. Or will, they will rush and grab him, grab a hold of him. But do you know a lot of times opportunity comes in ways that most people can recognize it? Sometimes opportunities work. Sometimes opportunity is adversity. Sometimes opportunity is a door nobody's willing to walk through. Sometimes opportunity is a risk nobody's willing to take. Sometimes opportunity is an investment that nobody's willing to sell everything they have to get that then eventually buys back everything they have to sell and eventually buys all of their future and secures their destiny. Opportunity is so many things, but really what enables us to maximize opportunities is grace. The grace that has been accumulated in our lives as we walk with God through life. As we walk with God and he builds in us and he forms in us and he shapes in us and he develops us into what he really wants us to be. And then the moment comes, opportunity shows up and we are ready. Opportunity shows up and you didn't even realize it, but you've been prepared all your life for it. 
you've been ready. And in those moments, you get a hold of that opportunity. And just like that, you find grace beginning to flow from out of you, from within you, to maximize that opportunity, to, to, to use it right. And, and suddenly you find rewards beginning to come. You find increase beginning to come. You find graces beginning to flow. You, you, find, you find new opportunities being created. And, and it's not long before people look at you and say, Oh! Who is this? <laughs> Who's this? Do I know you? Yes. Are you the same one? Yes. I can hardly recognize you. Who is this? This is who are all these people around? What is all this? This is this is grace. This is the this is the house that God the grace built. This is the success that grace created. Oh hallelujah. I pray you get this revelation, folks. Hallelujah. 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 The world will not recognize you shortly. The people who counted you out will not recognize you shortly. Their ears will tingle when they hear the working of God in your life shortly. Hallelujah. The world will gather together to hear your story shortly. Because you engage grace, you receive grace, you engage, you, you maximize grace and you maximize opportunity. And God made a success out of you. Do you know you are a success going somewhere to happen? Can somebody make this confession of faith with me tonight? I am a success going somewhere to happen. I'm not a failure. I'm not a loser. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not forgotten. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cast down. I am success going somewhere to happen. In fact, I am success right now. You just don't see it yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. Success is really the work of grace. When you receive grace, when you engage grace, when you maximize grace in any area of your life, you will succeed. You will succeed. I, I want us to read a couple of scriptures here. Our time is almost up tonight, God. I'm having so, such a wonderful, such an amazing time. I hope you are. Glory to God. His word is so sweet. <laughs> His word is so glorious. Grace. Success is really the work of grace. And you know, the, and you know grace flows from the Holy Spirit. Grace flows from the Holy Spirit. We'll get there. We'll get there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read a couple of scriptures here before our time is up. We're almost to 40 minutes now. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Um, let's read verse 10. Let's read that from the message and the New Living Translation. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Let's read in verse 10. And let's read it from the message and the New Living Translation. Let's read the message first. Look at this. Oh, actually, let's read this from the King James. I take that back. Let's read King James. King James always gives us a good foundation. Let's, it says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And 
His grace, this is Paul speaking, one of the most successful ministers of the gospel who ever lived. I am, he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. His grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet, not I, but the grace of God which was in me. Wow. Wow. I am who I am. By the grace of God. I am what I am. And his grace that was bestowed. So there was grace bestowed. It was grace that made him. And sometimes people say, yeah. So how did you make this? Uh, yeah, by, by my, by, I just labored. I walked my, I walked everything. I, I walked day and night. I walked, five, you know, I walked more than everybody. Yes, walk. But that walk better be a walk of grace. Because Paul said, yes, he bestowed grace upon me. And then that grace enabled me to labor. So there is labor. There's grace. There's the impartation of grace when you receive it. But then you engage it in labor. You engage it in labor. You engage it in direction. You engage it in profitable labor. Do you know there are a million ways to spend a thousand dollars? Do you know that? There are a million ways to spend a thousand dollars. But to spend a thousand dollars engaging grace, maximizing grace, and in the way that the Lord has, has created opportunities for you to use it, whether it is in you using it for something you need to buy, or using it for something you need to invest, or using it to invest in somebody else's life, but engaging grace, that $1,000 can become a million dollars in your future. Meanwhile, for some other person, they use that $1,000 like, like the popular, like they say in my place, like a woof. <laughs> a woof. Like they just. Any, they don't even pray. They don't even think. They don't they just use it for something they want or something that has catch was catching their ears or catch, caught their. Eyes. I'm, I'm about to preach in tongues. <laughs> something that has caught their eyes for for years. Like they just they just and then that's just one thousand dollars down the drain. That could have been opportunity to build a higher layer of success for them in their lives if they engage grace. With a thousand dollars. I'm trying to say to you, beloved, that that grace, the bestowed grace of God, when we use it, when we use it, and then walk, do our part in labor. Like he said, I labored more than they all, more abundantly than they all. He said, But not I, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. That's why I'm who I am. <laughs> And you know when he says, I am who I am, I am what I am, he's, he's referring to himself as accomplished. Everything I have become is by the grace of God. 
Everything that I am today is by the grace of God. I'm a success by the grace of God. I'm fulfilled in life by the grace of God. I'm achieving and accomplishing purpose by the grace of God. I'm a miracle going somewhere to happen by the grace of God. I'm going to the palace of my destiny by the grace of God. I am who I am. I am what I am by the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. When grace meets labor, my friends, when grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes. I did not even plan that one. Write it down if you can. And I pray I can get it. I pray somebody sends that back to me after the service. When grace meets labor, when, not just ordinary labor, abundant labor, that's what he said. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes and manifestation happens. When grace meets abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory. We got to close. Wow, we're already at 45 minutes. I got to close this out tonight. Woo! Woo! Glory, 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 glory. Let's read this in the Amplified and in the New Living, uh, New Living um, Translation, and we'll be ready to close tonight. Amplified. It says, But by the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not found to be for nothing, fruitless and without effect. In fact, I worked harder than all of them, the apostles, though it was not really I, but the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, which was with me. Let's read this from the NLT. It says, by whatever, but whatever I am, but whatever I am, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me and not without result. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles, yet it was not I. It was not I. It was not I, but God who was walking through me by his grace. Hallelujah. Whatever I am now, it's all because God poured out his special favor on me. And not without results. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. Yet it was not I, but God who was walking through me by his his grace. When grace makes abundant labor, opportunity explodes, manifestation happens, and success is created. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you tonight. Thank you for your mighty presence amongst us. Thank you for your word, sweeter than honey in the honeycomb. Thank you for grace. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the explosion of opportunities for your children tonight. I give you the praise. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for granting us illumination, helping us enter in, enter in into the manner of life that you prepared for us. I speak the blessing of heaven upon every man, every woman, every young person under the sound of my voice tonight. Bless them. Prosper them. Increase them. Favor them. Let your grace bring them out of Potiphar's house. Let your grace bring them 
out of prison and take them to the palace of their destiny. I thank you for it, Lord. I give you all the glory and I give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. I can hardly have enough of this word. It's so sweet. It's so awesome. It's so beautiful, so precious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so full, but I want more. I'm greedy. I want more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, saints, for being with us tonight. God bless you. What a glorious service the Lord has blessed us with. I totally enjoyed sharing this time with you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Our time is up, and I look forward to seeing you again. Same time next week. God bless you. Good night.